When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Take them out! You're listening to 95 Seven the game. The morning rolls. And the buzzer finally sounds to the end of what is one of the most disappointing and frustrating games that we have done maybe ever in this building, but certainly not for a long time. With the Warriors. Final score, Pelicans 141, Golden State 105. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Look, today's tone, we're not going to freak out. We're not going to be yelling. We're not going to be screaming. We're just going to have a conversation because there's a lot going on here. First of all, Bill Belichick retires from the sport of football. Or actually, the Patriots and Belichick mutually agreed to part ways after 24 years. Nick Saban retired from Alabama. Pete Carroll and the Seahawks decided to go their separate ways. He's going to be an advisor, I guess, for the Seattle Seahawks. And those are big stories, and at some point, we will get to them. But what's happening with the Go to State Warriors right now is numero uno around here in the Bay Area. And we could be watching the demise of a dynasty. We could be watching the end of the Warriors that we knew for the last decade because, folks, what happened over the last two games was pretty damn depressing. Two straight wire-to-wire blowout losses. It was 15-4 to yesterday, and for the first time in a long time, I thought, boy, this game is over. There's no way they're coming back. There's no way they're coming back. So as we say good morning to everybody out there, Joe Shasky the Butcher, Joe Spadoni, Big John, and for Lutman, Everybody on YouTube and Twitch, brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. Good morning to all the graveyard shift workers, the garbage men, the overnight dancers. I don't even care. I don't care how much money you made. Probably was dry in the strip club last night because everybody's depressed after what they saw at Chase Center. They were down by 41 points yesterday. 41 points, Shasky. So we're going to take a lot of calls today. 888-957-9570. Line them up. If you want to play the blame game, go ahead. But this is a team-wide issue. And the word connectivity is something I don't hear anymore because this team, Shasky, is no longer connected. They are broken. I saw two people yesterday say things that I, I didn't I didn't think I'd, I'd hear them admit out loud. First, Steve Kerr. Essentially, if you, you know, extract what he's trying to convey, say that the team's spirit is broken and it feels like they're quitting. Mm. Now, that might be strong coming out of my mouth, but it felt like that's that's how I interpreted it from the coach. Mm. And then I heard the greatest player in franchise history, Wilt notwithstanding, basically say that we can't continue with this roster this way. And, and essentially saying, we got to make a trade, because this is the definition of insanity. You know, be, 
I don't want to make this about me or, or anything like that, but one thing that I've learned over the last couple of weeks is you need to accept your reality. Okay, we've got some things going on in my family, and I've told some of you guys here, and you, you can sit there and cry about it, or you can accept the reality and cherish the moments and try to make the best of, of where you're at currently yep. and not be delusional. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm watching the Warriors as a whole kind of accept their current reality and the current reality is what you see on the floor is not good enough nope and all i kept thinking about and i know steiny tweeted it out i know other people have tweeted it out and have said it draymond green's gonna come back and just save everything no he's not now look they are horrible defensively right now and they could use draymond's defense they are desperately searching for a second ball handler in the half court. They could use another playmaker like Draymond Green out there. But I don't think it's enough. I think that their problems are not about one player. It's not about J.K. It's not about Clay. It's not just about Wiggins. It's about the collective not being good enough. Maybe the message from the coach, you know, is falling flat. But the players also need to accept culpability. It's never one thing. To me, there's a pie chart of reasons. Yep. Roster decisions. Draft picks not panning out. Players not playing to their capabilities, age and father time catching up to them, the league as a whole, you know, being younger, athletic, hungry, searching for them, putting a target on their backs, you know, the pieces not fitting, the redundancy of certain parts, guys slipping a little like a Gavon Looney, like, it's not one reason it's a lot of reasons. And as I sit here and I watch Pete Carroll, as you referenced, and I watch Nick Saban, the theme from those two and Belichick, it's yeah. not that Belichick isn't a great coach. Mm -hmm. It's that it's time, it's time to turn the page. And that's the same way I feel this morning about the Golden State Warriors. I love them. I will forever cherish all the moments. I don't want to disrespect absolute superstar legends that are that are minted, Bay Area mints, and nation, nationwide mints going first ballot Hall of Fame and deservedly statue guys. But it feels like it's time to turn the page. And it sucks. Last night, I got the feel, and you're spot on, Shasky. You're spot on. Because last night, as that first half was playing out, where they gave up 73 points, it was the third time in the last four games. Third time in the last four games in which they've given up 70 points in the first half. That's incredible. All right? And last night, I got the feel that I had to feel with the Patriots with Tom Brady in his last year, where it's just like one superstar searching and struggling, trying to find a way. And that was Steph Curry. It's Herb Jones. It's all into his chest and his jock strap. And we cited the numbers in Steph Curry in the last eight games. He's shooting the thirty in the thirties a field goal percentage and three point percentage. And he is struggling because he's seeing doubles, triples every time he turns around. There's somebody in his face. And I said, "Boy, this is not good." And there's going to be movement, and there will be movement. But it's just not one guy. No. It's not just Clay Thompson, you know, and his lack of caring for boy, which I understand. It's not just Jonathan Kaminga. It's not just Looney. It's not just Wiggins. It's everything. It's not just the coach. It's everything. It's not just the Listen, well, we can start there if you want because I see a lot. Of, I, I don't we think see our DMs. Great, we see, we, he has to be great, but you can't. he's not devising a game plan <laughs> that gives up 46 points in the first quarter. He's not devising a game plan which allows the Pelicans' first seven shot attempts, which all came from the perimeter, the three-point line, and they were all wide open, and they make five of them. That's not on Steve Kerr. That is a lack of urgency for the players on the court. Jonathan Kaminga, I love J.K., but he's talked twice this year. He talked twice last offseason. 
He made a big stink, you know, to Marcus Thompson the second uh, in the athletic. And the next game, he turned around and turned the ball over six times in the first half. Yeah, you can't do that. He, you know, Destrada broke the camel's back after not playing the last 18 minutes against the Denver Nuggets. Well, what did he do? He came back against Detroit, and he sucked. All right? Kate Cunningham took his lunch money. And then what happened against Toronto? He was MIA. And then last night, it's not all on JK, but he has not played well. So when you don't have that clout to speak up like he's spoken, spoken up in the last week and a half, two weeks, and then you put out that performance, you don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. You don't. You talk too much. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is 4 of 19 in his last three games, and he scored 11 points in the last three games. So when we talk about trades, going this guy, that guy, this team, that team, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, what the hell has happened to him? I don't know. And and I, the Q word was rolling around Andrew Wiggins yesterday. What's that? Quit. Mm. Now, I don't want to say that he's quitting, but boy, it was bad. It was bad last night watching Andrew Wiggins. You know what the hard part to accept for me is like when the when the Niners, like 2014 ended with such a thud for the Niners and everyone left, you just looked around, you're like, well, they just have nothing. They, they have nothing. nothing. And I think what's different is in a five-man sport where there's five guys on the floor, I know the team's bigger than that, when you still have a guy like Steph Curry, even though he's been really bad the last couple of games, and I would say that there's a lot of reasons why, but... It's harder for me to accept because I still feel like he's that good. And you reference Tom Brady on the Patriots as like the lone superstar. The lone it's ex- star. It's exactly who He a kid bro Tompkins that last year I, with New England. I feel like I'd be able to cherish all of the good times. Like if simultaneously right. Clay was, I mean, uh, Clay and Draymond and Steph were all depreciating right. simultaneously. But they're not. I feel like Dre's still been really good. Not great, but really good. But and Clay can draw from it at times. And Steph still gives you the Steph stuff. It's just... It's really hard for me to accept. No, it is. And, you know, it starts there. No, I understand completely what you're saying. And you know what? You know what? Like, Clay has had his struggles. Steph has had his struggles. But it's the other veteran part of the core three that has kind of jacked this situation up over the last two years. And that's Draymond Green. It all, like, let's be real. It starts from there. If you're a leader, and Steve Kirk keeps saying this in his pressers. You know, he's a co-captain. He's our leader. He's our vocal leader. Or our vocal leader has let us down for two straight seasons. Two straight seasons. And let's be real, folks. This team, this organization, this culture has not been the same since that fateful day in training camp. And then when I hear the pressers, and look, I have sympathy for Draymond Green. I hope he figures it out. I do, mentally, just for his life. Forget basketball. Just for his life. But when I hear Steve Kerr say, you know, He's got to stop talking to the referees. He's got to stop. He's got to leave the referees alone. Well, the referees are not what got him suspended. Physical assault got him suspended. Slapping Yusuf Nurkic got him suspended. Choking out Rudy Gobert got him suspended. Not the referees. It's his physical acts and the antics that got him suspended. And that is killed this team because, one, Steve Kerr can't find a five-man combination because guys are in and out of the lineup. (laughs) And your main guy, your leader, quote-unquote leader, has been out for more than half the season. He's played 15 games. 15 games in what was supposed to be the most important season of his career. And that is a trickle-down effect on everybody. Now, when it comes to Andrew Wiggins, should he start? Well, the fact that he doesn't start now says a lot about Andrew Wiggins. He got his job taken because of his poor performance. The guy's averaging less than 12 points a game. And he got his job taken by someone who's really not 
playing consistent basketball exactly you know at an elite level like it'd be yep. one that got you know he lost his job to Durant yep. you're losing it to a 21 year old Kaminga who's been as inconsistent as any young player in the in the league I, I mean it's embarrassing it's embarrassing and he's got a hundred million dollar contract Draymond's got the hundred million dollar contract so Joe Lacob as you look at him in the fourth quarter with his shoulder sideways yeah, to the court you slumped you referenced him in post game you were really good in post game I, 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 you know there's sometimes you can dress it up but you can't dress up they got Folks, they just got blown out in back-to-back games and didn't lead once. On national television. And then, by the way, remember, they, they blew the 18-point lead against Denver, and then they come back the next day, and I felt like the Detroit game was a loss. I when I, I was off that day, and I'm watching that game, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're struggling with the Detroit Pistons, who I just saw get blown out by the San Antonio Spurs. I know. They got blown out by Sacramento after scoring 47 in the first quarter, and the Warriors we're up one with less than two minutes against the Detroit Pistons. Will Detroit win ten games this year? No, Probably I'm dead. Not. I, dead serious. You're Probably right. not. So it's everything. It's it's Clay, it's Wiggins, it's Pods, it's Kaminga. Everything. I mean, you can't just Dunleavy, blame one guy. Dunleavy. And I know everybody wants us to blame this guy and that guy. No, this is an organizational wide issue. Yes. And and I think their decisions as a whole, whether it be the financial uh, extensions for certain right. players, the draft picks for certain guys, you know, trading for CP3, like on, on the real, I like CP3. I thought he was really good. But go back to, to June and remember when they made that trade. What was it, June or July? Bonte, what did I say? Late June. You, you gave up a 23-year-old who was one of the few assets on your team for a guy that was going to get bought out. Yeah. Well, you gave up what you did, too, Shasky, because I agree with that. But you also – and Jordan Poole had to move on. It wasn't going to no, work with him and Draymond. I agree. And they chose Draymond and Kerr over Jordan Poole. Not only did you trade Jordan Poole, who was a young asset, but you got less athletic yeah. and smaller. So now you're the least athletic team in the league, and you're the smallest team in the league. So they're trying. Like, they're trying at times. Doc Rivers, I, I watched the game back when I got home last night because it was an early start. Doc. And, and Doc. Doris oh, Burke. But he's saying, look – they're trying. They just can't get to the 50-50 balls. Father Time is undefeated. Bonte, they look every game. I, I just, I'm blown away by how explosive and athletic and big every other team is compared to them. Yep. Yep. They on you know what it looks like to me? At the equivalent of it's like when an SEC team smothers the hell yeah. out of one No, I'm serious. Yeah, out of one of about. these like, you know, right. mid Atlantic conference right. teams right. that they have no business playing. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. And and look, New Orleans is a young, ascending, up and coming team. But we're, we're not watching the twenty fourteen San Antonio Spurs or the Miami Heat of twenty twelve. Like what They gave on. up hundred forty one and it could have been hundred sixty. <laughs> I mean, it, honestly, like back-to-back -back games, they were not even in it. And just think about that, folks. Back-to-back -back games where they give up over 70 points in the first half. And our keys to success yesterday on the pregame show was limit New Orleans to under 60 points in the first half. Well, they scored 46 in the first quarter. <laughs> they scored 46 in the first quarter while the Warriors turned the ball over seven times in the first quarter. No rhythm offensively. No communication defensively. Blow the assignments left and right. I'm watching Clay Thompson fail to box out. I'm watching Andrew Wiggins fail to box out. It starts with the veterans. Before we even get to the youngsters, it starts with the veterans setting the tone. And they set a bad tone. Not only last night, but all season long. While Draymond Green is in the sweatsuit watching the game in the most important season of his career. So this is all bad. And you better believe there's going to be changes. When Stephen Curry was asked about the trade deadline, here's what he said. We have a standard that's pretty evident that if things stay the same, you know, that's a definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So 
as players and what we can do, our, we have to control our effort, our focus, competitiveness, you know, control the things that we can on the court. Like every NBA season, every organization, that stuff works itself out, and you can't allow yourself to get distracted by that, you know, because whether you're at the top of the standings or at the bottom, there's always rumors swirling, there's always conversations, and it's just a part of the business. And until anything happens, you can't get caught up in it because it would rob you of your opportunity to play good basketball. You know, that's that's kind of where we're at. The definition of insanity. Let me play one more time. We have a standard that's pretty evident that if things stay the same, you know, that's a definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So, First time I've ever heard Curry say something like that. I, I've never heard anything like that from him. And, and, and the fact is, <laughs> I'm in the arena yesterday, and I'm hearing the booze, and I said, I can't believe, after all the good times, after the four championships, that they are now getting booed for lack of effort. And you know what? Fans can do what they want to do. They can boo. But I, I look, I, I get it. You're paying top dollar for a ticket, and they come out there. And before you even blink, before you even settle in, Shasky, it's 15-4. to 15-4 in the first two and a half minutes of the basketball game. So I get why fans want to boo. And Curry, he basically said it. Look. Deserve to get booed. Looney, same thing. Curry said that he was booing himself in his yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that, <laughs> it, it was it was very jarring to hear Steph say it because he's never said anything close but to But was that. it refreshing to hear that? Oh, no, no. I, actually, I said to Spadoni, I said, you know what? It's the first time that I felt like Curry, like, I've had enough. Yeah. And I, and, and we, we need to do something here. And I'm glad he did it, honestly. Yep. I'm, I'm glad he did it because I think all of us are like, finally, Steph, yeah. who do you want to play with? Let's figure this out. Right. Let's turn the page. And uh, again... People think that we're, like, disrespecting people. You're not. Like, Wes Welker was one of Tom Brady's favorite players of all time. Yep. And then he had to leave in free agency and go to yep. Denver. And then he found Julian Edelman. And then he mm-hmm. went to four more Super Bowls or three more Super Bowls without him. Like, that's how it happens. Like, that's sports, everybody. Like, not everybody is going to be aligned at all, yep. all times. You know, Jordan had Horace Grant. Then he turned the page, and he mm-hmm. got himself Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. you know? And then that had a shelf it life. Happens. Yeah. Kobe had Shaq, and yep. then Kobe got, you know, uh, Paul Gasol. It, there are different combinations of players that you're going to have to play with over your career. To think that everyone's going to age like fine wine, and everybody's interests are going to align, and the financial components are all going to mm-hmm. work forever— it's not fantasy land. It's no, not it's a video not. game. You know, we have a salary cap, and, and guys have egos, and, and people have different desires, and, and who they are changes. And so, I don't know. I, I just think I'm being a little more realistic than others, and I know we all wanted them to all go into the sunset together. The Spurs, Tony Parker played well, on the Charlotte Hornets. Patrick Ewing played with the Orlando Magic and Seattle Sonics. Pat Kimolajuan had to take his talents north of the border exactly. to Canada. So, you know what, man? Dwayne Wade went to the Bulls and then the Cavs and then came right, back. Right, So Mullen went to the Pacers. Pacers and then came back. You know, so it's all bad right now. I'm not even going to sugarcoat this. We got to have a true serum here. Where are the Warriors at? Who needs to go? Who needs to come? Is this season cooked? The Utah Jazz have, you know, we're looking at the four-game road trip, and, you know, we're always looking at the schedule saying, okay, that's a win, that's a win, maybe that's a win. I can't do that anymore. The Warriors are the team that other teams are looking at saying, oh, that's a win for us. The Warriors are now the team that's on the schedule where other teams are saying, yeah, that's a win for us. They got to go to Utah on this four-game road trip. Utah just blew out Denver. They got to go to Chicago. I don't even think that's a guaranteed win. The Milwaukee Bucks Saturday. We know what Giannis brings to the table. You don't think Dame Dollar salivating to stick it to Stephen Curry? I watched CJ McCullough yesterday on that sideline. 
He was so happy knowing that, boy, the Warriors have ruined my career. Mm -hmm. They've kept me from going to the finals, conference finals, second round of the playoffs. They have been a nemesis for me, a thorn in my booty my entire career. He enjoyed every second of that blowout win yesterday. Every second. There was a play where McCollum's guarding Clay and Steph's bringing the ball up the court. And back in the day, Steph would have done like a fake to Clay. Clay yep. would have cut back across the other side, and there would have been all this soup, and he would have been muddled up in it, and Clay would have got a wide open corner three on the opposite side. Instead, you know, Steph throws a predictable pass to Clay because yep. neither of them can move like they used yep. to. You know, Steph still can move, but not as not as well as just a couple years ago. Right. And McCollum just jumps the passing lane and steals it and goes yeah. the other way. And then somebody, I forget, uh, I think it's, what's the shooter? Uh, Murphy Trey hits Murphy a three. And I'm saying to myself, I just throw my hands up. I'm like, they, that wouldn't have happened three or four years well, ago. What about, what that's about where we're at. What about C.J. McCollum tying up Clay Thompson on the jump ball, I, blocking his shot? I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that either. I couldn't believe that, that never happened. No. Never happened. So when Clay Thompson says, you know what, I'm not losing sleep over booze, he's got to lose sleep over his play. His Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one person perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Performance and the team's uh, you performance. Know. You know, the whole Boeing thing, I, I want to get into that. because I, I didn't, I'm not I didn't mad make at Clay. Yeah, I'm not mad at Clay about it. He shouldn't lose sleep over Bulls. These are professional athletes. It's they know the drill. To, when they, when you're on the uh, in the arena, for a lot of these guys, it's white noise. Right. You know, and, and look, he has to compartmentalize so he can get ready for the next game. Not that's, only that. That's his job as an athlete. And not only that, Clay, we know he's vulnerable, and he hears things, and he hears all the chatter. He's probably like, guys have written me off in this own fan right here in the Bay Area for the last two years. Why should I care about booze when you guys have told me I've been Fair washed point. up for the last two years? Why should I care about being booed? You know? They deserve to be booed. Last night was embarrassing. I thought Toronto was rock bottom. <laughs> last night the lawyer said, hold my beer. Jonathan, Mike, Nick, we're all getting to you, folks. 888-957-9570. We're just going to talk about the game because I don't have a specific question. I'm not talking championship. I'm not talking playoffs. I just want some damn effort. I want some urgency. Where is it at? 
back-to-back wire-to-wire losses, and they got blown out. They were never in a game last night, 141-105. to They gave up the most points they've given up all season. They gave up the most points in the quarter last night and 46 points in the first quarter. Most points they've given up in the quarter all season long. Third time in four games, they've given up at least 70 in the first half. 70, folks. Come on, man. Come on. Segment brought to you by Go to State. Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoToStateLumber.com. What's coming up on the game? Sponsored by Xfinity, the Xfinity Chinji Network, made for streaming live sports. Your phone calls. we got to talk about some things here when it comes to the Go to State Warriors here on 95.7 again. This is Clay Thompson. You are listening to the morning roast on 95.7 The Game. You better not be roasting. Oh, absolutely. 888-957-9570. We're just talking about saving and Alabama and Chassis. Like, I think Lane Kiffin should get the job. They had to send Lane Kiffin home a week before the national championship game. They hiring Lane Kiffin at Alabama. The, the one thing that I have to say when when like as I'm watching the Warriors, it feels like they've been trying to do the same thing for ten years, and now they're realizing that like not evolving um, has bit them in the butt. When I look at Saban, I think one of the beauties of Saban. Think about how many different people he brought into Alabama to run his offenses, yep. and how different it's been. Sark. Sark was like, no one would touch Sark. Lane Kiffin, no one would touch him. Bill O'Brien, no one would touch him. Uh, I know Kirby Smart was was with him in Alabama. Like, right. He has had so many different people infuse ideas yep. into the Alabama program. I, I think my big takeaway from Sam, what makes him so unique to other coaches, and I know there are others that we could cite, but like his evolution, he went from we're going to beat you 10-7 to 7, yep. to we're going to drop 35 on you. Yep. No I, I don't know. I, I love the way he stayed He young. evolved. He evolved. Yeah, and, as an old and, man. But, and he evolved despite a rotating door with assistant coaches. Yeah. They all he left. talked about that. Like, where's the loyalty at? Where's the loyalty at? So, we're going to find out where the loyalty is with the go-to say Warriors. Who's coming? Who's going? Because something's got to shake. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr asked how tough it is to hear booze. At home and back to back loss. Yeah, we deserved it for sure. You know, fell fell behind immediately, and uh, I think we're just lacking confidence right now. You know, it's it's um, you get to a, a stage sometimes where you just kind of lose your belief, and uh, it happens. And that's what's happened right now with our team the last few days. I think we've um, you know we've just lost the spirit, the confidence that has to carry you. You know, against um, talented teams night in and night out. We were lacking confidence. We lost our spirit. We lost our spirit. So as you look at Belichick, you know, retire and Pete Carroll retire, the one thing I think that they did a great job of was empowering young players to feel a part of the team. Mm -hmm. And if I look at what has really – there are many reasons, but one of the big – separators for the Warriors. And you can say B, you can say Joe, it, it all starts and ends with the punch. And I'd listen to you. I would. I'd listen to you. But I do feel like there's a we're made men and you'll never be. Right. And so whenever there's a problem, it's because you're not bringing And right. I'm being dramatic here when I say this. But it has felt like, hey, we got the three made men and a couple of vets that we trust and everybody else 
you don't get the benefit of the doubt at any single turn. Right. And the beauty of when I watched Belichick, the beauty of Pete Carroll and stuff, they would infuse the young players. Like, right. think about Brady, how many young guys, he would trust certain people right away, and boom, that was one of his main Embrace them. Yes. Embrace them. And it feels like a lack of embracing when it comes to the youngsters. Yes. It all started last yes. year. The whole two-timeline thing, which was, you know, just... These guys, like Houston, you look at the Houston Rockets, huh. and I'm not saying they're a finals team. No, no, no. But what they've done is they brought in the right veterans to empower the youngsters. Okay, now, they may end up trading Jalen Green, but they got Jabari Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got, they got some other young assets. And I'm like, you know what? Let's bring some veterans here, and let's bring the youngsters together. Let's play as a team. Let's mesh together. Like, not the other way around. Like, it felt like it's been two different yes. teams for two yes. straight years. Like, empower the youngsters. Play with the veterans. Empower Kaminga. Empower Moody. Like, it's so ironic. Moody goes back-to-back game scoring 21 points, tying the season high, and now he may be out for two to three weeks with the calf strain. That's the worst part about I it. Mean. Now you lose another guy. So now GP2's out, Chris Paul's out, and Moses Moody, who's got the short end of the stick, is now got a calf strain. Well, I... I it's, <sighs> Don't you think that there was, I don't know if it's threatened, but like I always felt like they were just so harsh on all the young players. Yep. And what they saw maybe the young players as chipping away at their playing time or their money mm-hmm. or whatever, I saw the young players as a fountain of youth. Yeah. And I and I look at like the 49ers, for example, and football's so different. So right. I, you know, players come into the league as much more finished products. But like you don't think Fred Warner looks at Ombre Thomas and is like, yeah, we need a, right. a young corner to ascend. Yeah. You, you don't think they look at Jair Brown, they're like, yeah, we want a young a young rookie safety to, to play well, or a Hufunga, or, or one of those think guys. Think about how the 2019 team embraced Debo Samuel as a rookie wide receiver. There you go. People forget that. Debo was a rookie. It wrapped his arm around him quick. Even even when Brandon Ayuk was in a doghouse, they somehow, some way uplifted him. So by the That's end of that point. season, Ayuk was ready to roll. This team, the whole two-timeline thing, it feels different. It feels so disconnected. And the word connectivity, we kept hearing it, hearing it. You don't hear that word anymore. I haven't heard that word in the last three weeks. Connectivity. Because this team is not connected. Let's connect to yeah, the yeah, calls, yeah. though, yeah, Let's, I let's connect him. to the calls. Let's start off <laughs> with the rookie roaster of the year of 2023, Nick in San Jose. The floor is yours, Nick. Hey, Bonte, I got two questions I hope you can answer when I'm off with my call in. And Butcher Daddy and Bonte, give me a moment to bring the heat so I don't have an aneurysm. Um, The two questions, Bonte, I want you to think about is we talk about the culture not empowering youth. No one answered what happened to Bacaw a couple years ago, and I would love for you to give me insight on that. Hmm. After Wes said, you guys have no idea. It started there for me. And then I only see the back of the head of Lake up during games when I'm watching on TV. What is his body language like going on right now? Those are my two questions. And then just briefly, um, I'm trying to be an optimist here. I believe we'll get GB2 back soon. Green will be back on this road trip. I want to let that permeate for five to seven games before I completely say we're a 28-win team. But with that said, we have to do what Palinka did last year, and we have to change the roster as best as we can. And if that means we get rid of Paul and Wiggins and give up draft picks, then we do that. And you know what? I adore Clay, but I'm sick of his crap. I'm sick of his body language. He says he talked to Kerr, and then two games later he's pouting again. All you need to do is take open shots, Clay. 
That's all you need to do. But the and prob- he has a failure to do that. But the so problem I- is he's, he's having a harder time getting those open looks because of floor spacing and his own lack of mobility. Like... It is what it is. He's getting older. Yeah, like these young guys can V-cut and get wide open quickly because they're explosive. When you're an older player, you need more help on the floor to get open. And that's why why, why, uh, Dunleavy needs to get a third big-time score to open up Claymore in the trade deadline. And and, and we have to get rid of of Wiggins. So, Bonte, please, is there any insight with being the insider on the McCaw thing? No clue. And and the last thing here is – and the last thing here is – I think Kerr is gone like Meyer with last year. We kept waiting for an extension, but Kerr's been right on. There's a reason he doesn't trust Kaminga. How can Kaminga, I don't want to say self-entitled, he's so athletic, but how could he say he's the man and do this the last three games? He is so athletic, and the lack of closing out, the lack of locking in, Kerr is a truth teller. He tells us what, but we don't want to hear it sometimes. I love you guys. Uh, We're in trouble, man. Uh, So... I'm going to ask her the second question first about Lakeup. The body language is not good. Just go back, if folks, if you have it on your DVR, if you could pull up the Warriors game. Let's, let's look at him in the fourth quarter. He got sideways in terms of sitting sideways with his shoulders slumped, sideways to the floor, just kind of watching. Joe Lakeup body language will tell you everything that you need to know about where Joe Lakeup's head's at. He's not pleased. He did not see this coming. He's not a happy guy. When you dole out the money that he's doled out for this organization to try to keep them afloat and try to keep the big three together and try to keep the youth here and try to keep Andrew Wiggins and build off of Andrew Wiggins' great finals performance in the 2022 season, Joe Lake's body language is atrocious. Brendan Belt would be proud of his body language. Seriously, his body language is not good. Now, in terms of McCaw, it's the strangest thing ever because he was just in the G League showcase asking Patrick McCaw. Not really playing. He started in a finals game. No, no, he came off the bench. Okay, game whatever. Five. He, he was in game five in was a, really good in a closeout year. game. Yes. In a closeout game. And when David West said, David West, remember he came out and said, boy, you have no idea what went on in this locker room. And then the story about meningitis come on. And I always felt like, that was as an lot. investigative reporter, if I had my investigative reporter hat uh-huh. on, something deeper happened. What do you, what, what because do you think? Well, just, I don't know what. I don't even want to speculate. Okay. I don't want to assume. Uh-huh. But something happened that year because when McCall had the situation with the uh, up in Sacramento with Vince Carter undercut That's him right. and he went that to the really hospital. Vince, and I, I've, Vince screwed him over. That Vince was a screwed, dirty play by Vince. Very dirty play. And I know he apologized after, but that was it dangerous. Was dirty. He could have killed himself. I'm mean, dead serious. Dirty. The way he landed on his head. Dirty. Wow, I forgot and about McCall that. was never the same after I, that. I totally forgot But then he never that. felt connected to the team again. Uh. So I don't. there's something deeper with McCall, and I can't answer that question, Nick and San Jose, because I don't really know. Because that has not been leaked. I have not heard anything about it. But it just disappeared because McCaw. I remember watching him at Summer League that season. I thought he was legit. He was killing it. I know. And it, as a rookie, I was like, wow. He's taking LeBron James in for a layup. He was playing fourth quarter minutes in a closeout finals game as a rookie. And he was what you're looking for. 3 and D. Yep. So that had happened. With uh, a little wiggle. Jay, Mike in Oakland. Mike in Oakland, you're going to be on deck first. Hang tight, Mike in Oakland. We're going to get to you on the other side. May Buddy, Tony, Jay, everybody. Everybody's going to get out here. We're going to try to figure out. Well, we know what's going on with the Golden State Warriors. It's not a good basketball team, folks. Look at the, look at the quarter scores. New Orleans score 46, 27, 32, 36. Valentino scored 15 points in the third quarter alone. It's like he was playing with little boys out there. This is who they are. 
and we have to accept the reality. The Golden State Warriors are just not a good basketball team, folks. So there's going to be a lot of movement here coming up. And it's, uh, we're going to continue to talk about them, some of the coaching uh, movement around the league. We'll play some Belichick out. He's got a presser with Robert Kraft at night. That's coming up soon. I think that's coming up soon. Uh, 9 in the morning here at West Coast time, I believe. Right, Spadone? Yes, yeah, so it'll be 12 o'clock Eastern. 12 o'clock East yes. Coast. So that'll happen at 9 o'clock hour. We'll get to Belichick. We'll get to everything here on the morning. Russell on 95.7 The Game. And that'll be brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. We have a standard that's pretty evident that if things stay the same, you know, that's a definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So, This is Stephen Curry, and you're listening to The Morning Rose with Bonte and The Butcher on 95.7 The Game. Steph Curry's face said it all yesterday when he was on the sideline. He was on the bench. He knows they have issues. This is as bad as it's been with the Golden State Warriors in a very long time. And Steph knows it. And Steph's fed up. And it was good to hear him speak up. 888-957-9570. What do the folks out there, Dub Nation, what do you think about Steph's comments? Were you happy with those comments? Were you pleased with those comments? Were you happy he spoke up? Or is it too late? Is it too late? Are we too late? Is it too much water on this boat, Chasky? Honestly, how much culpability? And, and look, you get all the credit for the good stuff. So I'm not here to say that he's... <laughs> come on, the guy's one of the greatest players in any sport. But how much culpability for the current situation does either his lack of, of imprint on the roster or these decisions or maybe putting his thumb on the scale? Does he have any culpability? I'm just asking out loud. I don't know the answer. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was in the room. I don't I don't know how much he was in on roster decisions. I don't know how much he's in on coaching decisions or rotations or players around him. I can't answer that. But obviously as the leader, the de facto leader, the face of the franchise, the heat's gonna come onto you. Everybody's gonna look at you. Now I think he leads in a way I like the way he leads. He's not yelling at guys. He's talking to guys. There's a calmness to the way he speaks to the youngsters, mm-hmm. to guys on the floor, how to do things. Some people like to yell and scream and kick and be vocal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the way Steph Curry leads. He leads in a way like Tim Duncan. And we love Tim Duncan. We love the way Tim Duncan led. Mm. He didn't. He wrapped his arm around his teammates and, hey, this is how you do things. But Steph's going to get a lot of the blame whether we like it or not. Or how, how much fingerprints he has on his current roster. I have no idea. No idea. But... He's going to wear it, and he has to. He has to, and right now he's feeling the burden. I have a hard time blaming Steph Curry for anything, considering so many things he's done that are like, I mean, like they say in in Egyptian mythology, when you go to see the heavens, they weigh your good deeds versus your bad Mm -hmm. deeds, and if the scale is tipped in one way or the other, then you get into heaven or you go down to hell or whatever the equivalent is uh, in Egyptian culture. It feels like this guy, you know, I mean, he's nothing but amazing accomplishments. Uh, And I think at the end, it's almost, it's impossible for someone to fight off father time. And I'm not saying that he's the one who's depreciating. I'm just saying, like, even if he did have his imprint on a lot of these decisions, 
I mean, they were hitting Grand Slam after Grand Slam after right. Grand Slam after Grand Slam. It was going to end at some point. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't I don't hold him accountable, or I'm not angry yeah. at him, and I, I don't think that he is to blame I'm, for really anything. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, I, I, I have seen people try to right. pin it on well, him. Well, I, I just... I What I just said there to Shasky was like, he's going to get the blame from everybody on the outside because he's the guy. But I'm not seeing here. I see what's going on. Herb Jones is in the Herb Jones and Scotty Barnes on back-to-back nights. He's seeing longer, more athletic defenders. Steph Curry was never the most athletic in the first place. Mm-mm. But his movement off the ball, the people around him knew how to play with him. And that's the thing. You're playing with Kaminga and you're playing with Pajibski. They've never played with Steph Curry like this. And then the lack of practice time. The lack of practice time that NBA teams have now, or the options to practice, they don't get a lot of that. Yeah. So when you got guys coming in and out of the lineup, how are you going to find some cohesion? How are you going to find a rhythm, uh, consistency with the unit, with the five-man combination? So when you look at Stephen Curry struggling here, it's a byproduct of players around him, as well as Clay Thompson, as well as Andrew. Like, Andrew Wiggins has just fallen off. Draymond Green not being there. You look at those two guys who are supposed to be in the starting lineup. And those two guys have affected the way Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry have struggled. What about no Iguodala? Have we underrated Iguodala's presence on and off the floor? Iguodala, Livingston, maybe. Not having his veteran guy. Not that he was like, because if you remember, but he was the, a voice. That's what I'm just asking. I'm just asking out loud because I think I think I underrated the impact of Andre Iguodala on the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he was a big part of the 18 and two start a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt, and then it just it felt like he couldn't recapture it. Yep. But there was a calming presence to him, and clearly he had influence on the team. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. You don't have those guys anymore. Yeah. Don't I don't know. I'm just, I was just thinking about it. You don't it. have that. You don't have that anymore. And it's the first time they haven't had it since this dynastic run started, right? Yeah. You know, Iguodala was there for the 2022 NBA championship. Even though he was hurt for most of the season, he did do something to Stephen Curry. Having Sean Livingston as a advisor yeah. in the front office, he's no longer around anymore. They miss him. Leandro Barbosa, he's no longer around anymore. So it is It is a struggle for Steph right now. You see him just everywhere he turns. First of all, he's number one, two, three, four in the scouting report. When a team comes in, Steph, 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 Steph. Well, who else would you put on that paper? Exactly. I don't Nobody right now. Uh, Steph, Steph, but, Steph, Steph, Steph. So he's seeing longer defenders. Every time he turns a corner, they're grabbing, they're bumping. He's getting doubled. He's getting funneled into bigs. He's getting forced into tough shots. And it's not going to end anytime soon. But were we foolish overrating? Like, cause I think we underrated the fact that they didn't have a clear-cut number two. And if you just look at like the history of the game, the last 40 years... Unless your team is extremely deep across the board, almost every champion were too deep in yeah. terms of stars. Almost every single one of them. And I know people are going to say, well, what about the Dallas Mavericks? They were so deep across the board, and they had a lot of guys who were awesome. Veterans like, who had been there before. Sean Marion. and, and, and Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, exactly. You Tyson know, Chandler. Ty- yeah. Jason Terry off the bench. Josh Howard. No, Josh Howard wasn't on that team. Peja was exactly. on that team. So, so like, like, even Denver, like... I think we underrated. Jokic is an all-timer in yep. his prime, right? And Jamal Murray's really, really, really good. And Aaron Gordon's come into his own. And Michael Porter Jr.'s come into his own. And they had other guys that have helped them out. I don't know. I just I, I feel like maybe I dramatically overrated this roster outside of um, Steph. We got fooled with the six to two start. Because they're in and this goes back. And I'm I'm not trying to go back to this moment, but that Denver game, the first one <laughs> it's, it's in Mile High City. Yeah. 
And I know every, we were seeing a couple I'm like, wow, no Draymond Green. They played so hard. First of all, like, what are we giving out Capri Suds and Fruit Snacks for this team led by Stephen Curry? But that game, when I watched it in real time, and I remember saying, like, boy, they are struggling getting the shot off. And then that homestand came up, the six-game homestand, where they played Cleveland, Minnesota twice, OKC, and then Houston. And remember I said, I was like, I'm really intrigued to see how they do against these long, mm. young, athletic teams. And we saw it right away against Cleveland. They shut them down, the Cavaliers. You know in football when we go like, it's a simple game. It's blocking and tackling. Right? We, we do yep. that a lot. Control the light of scrimmage. But but it is true. It is. Right? Like, you look at the champions. Usually yep. they, they are really good in those areas. Is it as simple as they can't contest shots and their shots get contested left and right? Too slow. Do you get what I'm saying? Too slow. Everything you're Old. saying in, in right. that one blanket. Right. Too slow. Old. Unathletic. That's a recipe for disaster in the NBA. It is a young man's game. 100%. Now, you need veteran presence, and I'm going to be intrigued to see what Minnesota and OKC and everybody does in the playoffs, but it is a young man's game. Now, can you empower? Can you win with veterans like San Antonio did? But you need a youngster who can take the thorn, who can take that throne mm-hmm. and carry into the future. And right now, they don't have that... They don't have that guy. Well, I've looked at the salary cap for the 2014 Spurs, and although the numbers are way, way lower, it's like percentage of salary cap was spread out a little better than what the Warriors have right now. And I think it's because of the modern CBA. You have to pay max money, and that absorbs so much of the cap. Like What I'm saying is it's not guys being greedy. It's a functionality of how penal the CBA was to keep two and three stars off of the roster to appease the Dan Gilberts of the world from Cleveland because they were so mad over the Miami thing. It's really hard to field the team with a lot it of guys is, making money. It is, but also fail draft picks. No, start to loom large. That's because that's how you that's, squeeze the bank right. for the buck is and the, have value. The Warriors right. were in a great situation right. having Clay, Steph, and Draymond yes. and a number two overall pick. I know. And, and when it, you botch that pick, it's like the, the Niners, in a, in a way, felt that effect with Solomon Thomas. Uh, yes. They're still searching for defensive tackles true. after drafting Solomon Thomas number three overall. It's true. When you fell on picks that high and you whiffed, Mike McGlinchey, missing out on him, that pick. Yes. Although he was serviceable, you let him walk. But, but the difference in the NFL, the salary cap, you can cut anyone at any time. You can cut anyone in at any NBA, time. you can't. No, you can't do that. And, and in Major League Baseball, you, can. you can buy out a contract right. much easier than you can in the NBA. Yep, no doubt. Major League Baseball, hey, we'll pay 70% right. of the salary. Bumgarner, go away. That's literally what the Arizona Diamondbacks did. Yep. You can't do that in the NBA. you no. got to kind of just... Swallow it. Yep. Let's get to the line, Shask. We got full lines yeah. here. Let's get to everybody. I want Dub Nation to speak and, and kind of vent and try to pinpoint some of the issues here. Yeah, I want to go to State Warriors. They've just lost, folks. I'm going to reiterate this maybe three times an hour. And I'm trying to be as positive as I can, but I'm not. I, they just got beat wire to wire in two straight games and gave up over 70 points in the first half in three of the last four games. That is embarrassing. That's. I don't know what. The, what can Steve Kerr do about that? Coaches can't play for guys. Lack of urgency. Can Steve Kerr have better rotations? But look at all the guys out. Look at all the guys out, including one of your leaders in the most important season of his career, Draymond Green. I have a hard time when the camera cuts to him and he's on the sideline. I'm like, stop showing him. Adam is too much for me. Just me. For me. I, I'm uh, like, because I too. feel like he helped put us in this oh, situation. It, it, yeah, he did. You know what I he mean? He did. If, if, and I don't like playing the blame game. No. But that is at the top of the food chain. Draymond Green has had his fingerprints over both of these seasons going awry. 
including the last season. Jay in Oakland. Let's get to Jay in Oakland. What's happening, Jay? You're on the roast, man. Good morning. Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? Top of the morning. Hey, um, I, yeah, right. Um, here, here's my take. Outside of RJ and Richmond, shout out RJ. I can't think of anyone else who enjoyed that game last night more than me. And the reason I say that is because it's finally, hopefully, it's finally going to make a large group of Warriors fans wake up and realize this. What, what, what a lot of us been saying for weeks and months. This team is not good. And I get it. I get it. Draymond is coming, right? And there's a large group of people who think Draymond is the solution. Funny enough, a couple weeks ago, we all thought that Draymond was a part of the problem. But here's my prediction. They tried to distract us last year. It's a three feet. They tried to distract us last year and distract us from this team not being good and say, oh, it's a chemistry issue. It's a chemistry issue. This year, they're distracting us from this team not being good, saying, oh, it's a confidence issue. It's a confidence issue. My prediction is, going forward, with the whole uncertainty around Steve Kerr and his contract, they're now going to use the coaching issue, the three Cs, chemistry, confidence, and coaching. But the reality is this team is not really good. And, of course, Joe Lacob is going to be upset because how is he going to sell to a lot of large contingency of fans Oh, you should spend all this money for seats, and this team is just not good. So, of course, there's a major shakeup. I predict it's going to happen, and I'm all for it because I, the one, last thing I want is us to just putter around at 500, not doing anything, expecting things are going to get better, like stuff. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.